shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, shit. it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front Podcast. I'm Brandon Ream. And I am Patrick Hasty. Heck yes, you are. Heck yes, I am. Oh, man. I sense uh, I sense confusion. Great confusion oh, in you. Oh, shit. I sense uh, fucking the force. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How yeah. are you, buddy? I'm great, man. I'm fantastic. Fantastic, dude. Excited? Me too. Excited? Excited to uh, knock out some more Star Wars. That's right. Been chomping at the bit to talk about you, uh-huh. talk about it with you. We even, we curse, we did it Monday's episode during the top of the show. We had to waste some Star Wars talk. Yeah. Uh, We're just bursting out the seams here, man. Now, this is our second uh, classic fun size. Uh, so, I'm I'm full deep into Star Wars right too, now. Me too, baby. It, pretty much ever since Disney... Plus mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. I've been watching Star Wars. Yeah, nonstop. Uh, so this one is, uh, you guys can see it in your little fucking thing. This is going to be, I got to pulling it up. This is going to be Star Wars fun size number 34, uh, 1999 to 2008. Yes. Roughly. It's a good year. It's some good years for Star Wars. Good years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, where are you? Where are you? You're in high school? Yeah. All starts? I'm yeah, in middle yeah. school. No, I, I'm... Uh, I can remember, I don't know if you know this, I think uh, it was right after they did the re-releases in the theater, mm-hmm. there was some like Fox Network like primetime special. The, the PJs? Oh, I don't know what you're talking No, about. no, it was a Star Wars okay. special on Fox Network okay. before the fucking Pee Wees came out, Okay, hosted by Howie Long, mm. where he's just talking about like... The cultural impact of Star Wars. Really? Just one of those things. Weird. And this is the first place I ever heard that they were going to make a whole new trilogy of films. Weird. Uh, I wonder where I first heard it. A whole new trilogy of films. And it was like just at the end of it. The Star Wars trilogy we all know encompasses the passing of one era of the Jedi Knights into the capable hands of Luke Skywalker. But George Lucas is already preparing another trilogy that will tell the story of Luke's father, Anakin Skywalker, from his rise to Jedi knighthood to his fall to the power of the dark side. And, and then like, John Madden's like, Yarsh! yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's like, boom, boom. Uh, and then he gets the Death Star and he goes to Alderaan. And it's boom. I did. I don't remember. And then the hype began. That's interesting. I don't remember where or how. I'm assuming that I'm guessing the way I found out about prequels was my brother probably called from the army mm-hmm. and probably told me on the phone. I'm yeah. guessing that's how I found out. Awesome. On some phone call from him from when he was in like stationed in like Egypt or North Carolina or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, okay. I so. don't think that we'll ever be able to illustrate to the, uh, the kids listener of today, the younger people that weren't yeah. Like I was just thinking about that. It's a but, whole different thing. But the hype mm-hmm. for Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Is unparalleled. Yeah, unrivaled. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was crazy because, like you said, coming off, we talked about it last week. The when they did the re-releases in the night in the in the nineties, 
um, it Star Wars was hot. It was hot again. P- yeah. And I, I remember the a friend, a kid well, I grew up with. introduced all the younger kids to it. Mm-hmm. And all of the older kids yeah. grew up loving it. And all I of knew, your like clerks people. Since my older brother was into it and he was older than me, I knew a lot about Star Wars yeah. growing up, but nobody else did. And I remember being on the re- at recess with uh, a friend, Ryan Carnahan, and we, we talked about Star Wars all the time. And I remember him at the end being like, thank you for talking about Star Wars with me. Because like he... Liked Star Wars too and knew yeah. it all, but when no one had, else did. They also had the Power of the Force toys. Oh yeah, those were that, big. That was yeah. a toy line that uh, came out before the prequels, which was pretty much all of the original Star Wars, but mm-hmm. with new molds and everything. So we've talked a little bit about now. This is ninety nine is when we're really starting, but let's go I'll do a little prep, a little preamble to what yeah. the nineties was. Now, what was it that the video games were still going forever? Right, like the video games were really going in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, the I legends, mean, the books had been really thriving. Yeah, so that kind of all ramped up, and then the re releases is what really fucking did it. Um. But like when the sixty four came out, Shadows of the Empire, that game was huge. Yeah, that yeah game Rebel was Squadron. Rebel Squadron was huge. Um, and and those those X Wing games even had like the computer games. Oh, they those like, are like next level. Like yeah, and lot, they, had they like have a lot of fans. Mark I was never Hamill, a PC kid growing up. I think Mark Hamill was a voice in a couple of them as a yeah. bad guy or as a different character or something. It's crazy. Uh huh. Um, Mark Hamill's also in like Command Command and Conquer. Oh, really? Which is kind of funny. Oh, that's funny. Where he's like in the cutscenes, but not yeah. only that, but they had a lot of like more lore added in there, uh-huh. like Kyle. Uh, uh, can it's not Kyle Kanane, but my brain's just gonna say Kyle Kanane. Kylo Ren? No, no, no. It's just uh, he's Kanan. No, he's uh, uh, a legend. He's the Jedi that they made for the video game series Dark Forces. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, which is a really uh, highly regarded '90s first-person uh, Jedi game. Oh, wow, cool. Uh-huh. I don't. Yeah, I don't know shit about that. Um, I think it's Kyle Katarn. But it all kind of came up. That Star Wars was bad. And then, of course, your boy, Howie, gets on TV. Yeah. My brother calls me. We find out that the prequels are coming. I can remember. It's one of the first things I ever fucking downloaded on the internet. What was? The trailer. Oh, yeah. For yeah, Phantom yeah, Menace. Yeah, Phantom Menace. This is going to be the biggest movie ever. It. I just remember the... the. I don't... I wish I could remember more. I remember there was... What was the movie that came out that the trailer for Phantom aired at. Do you remember that? Oh, I'm not sure. Because I remember going to see that movie. I did that for, uh, I know I went to The Incredibles. The Incredibles did that just with Just to see the Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not sure what movie had the uh, yeah, I don't know Star that. Wars trailer on um, it. Okay, well, let's, okay, so since it's kind of the, the, the prequels are kind of the, the bulk of this episode. Yeah. Um, let me, I'll read the Wikipedia on that. Uh-huh. Uh, the Star Wars prequel trilogy is a series of epic space opera films written and directed by George Lucas. It was produced by Lucas Films Limited and distributed by 20th Century Fox. The trilogy was released from 1999 to 2005 and is a prequel to the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, it consists of Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, and Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. It is the second of the three trilogies in the Skywalker saga in terms of release order, but chronologically, it's the first act. The trilogy follows the training of the powerful young Anakin Skywalker, uh, who will eventually become the father of Luke and Leia, and uh, also Darth Vader, uh, as he's a Jedi, um, and his fall to the dark side of the Force, uh, and the birth of Vader, uh, and the fall of the Galactic Empire. Um, The first two films received mixed reviews, the third received positive reviews. Yes. So that's where we're at. Uh-huh. Boy. What do you... Okay, so... And it's, uh, I was watching a... Uh, it's pretty fun. I was watching... There's a lot of news stories... Yeah, from the about time. ...about the hype mm-hmm. for Phantom Menace. Like, because this is when blockbusters were still literal blockbusters. blockbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, where the term comes from is uh, kids 
when people would line up around the block yeah. to see a movie that that happened for like Jaws and yeah. shit like that. That's where the term blockbuster came from. And, and now was, we have Fandango and shit. People don't have to line up. Well, not but just there's that, like, but films come out like we we were talking about before the recording today. It, it I don't think any of our listeners are at this age, but maybe in five years, if somebody goes back and listens to these episodes, like before, if you're if you came a, became like a teen during the Marvel years, you're never going to know that experience because Marvel was so quick at putting these movies out. Yeah, but like like it's that thing of the with when it in terms of blockbusters at this time period. Lord of the Rings was doing it, Harry Potter was doing it, and Star Wars was doing it, to the point that in 04, when none of them put out a movie, it almost killed Lego, right? Yeah. That's how big these movies could be and how much power they had. Yeah. And so the the news stories, what about, where were you at? Oh, I was on board. Yeah. I, was, I couldn't wait. That's, I, was, I mean, also, like, the merchandising push, the media yep. push, yep. everything behind it, and, like, uh, I, I mean... I was into it. I was hyped. I was, like I said, this was my Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know? We Which talked about that last yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, there's a really fun news story yeah. where it's just people in line getting hyped for yeah. Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about like, well, this is my Star Wars, mm-hmm. which it is. Uh, we, uh, so first one, I do not think, I think I saw it the night it came out or the weekend it came out. Yeah. I don't think I saw A New Hope. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, Phantom, Phantom Menace, Menace, the first time. I think I saw it at uh, like the opening weekend or yes. maybe the very next day. But I saw it like... It was a lot harder to get tickets. I but know, the other two, I went to midnight. Same showing. thing. Same exact thing. But I was still in high school. Yeah. So I couldn't. And I was in middle school. But yeah. I also, I do know that I saw Phantom Menace four times in the first two weeks. Yeah. I saw it opening with my mom and maybe my sister was maybe there. I'm not clear on that. But I remember that... I, I don't remember who was around me. I just remember fucking taking it all in and loving mm-hmm. it. And then I saw it again a few days later with my friends. And that's when I did that. I, I've talked about on the show before where I made the joke because I knew when when Qui-Gon sends the midi-chlorians. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you've got mail. And the fucking theater died. Uh-huh. Um, that I saw it that the, the last day of eighth, or it was eighth grade outdoor day. Afterwards, we went with Ryan Carnan, who I just mentioned. Me and him, my friend Jonathan, we all went to it. Um, and then I saw it two more times in the theater uh, before Phantom Menace left the theater, which it felt like it was in the theater forever that summer. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, yeah, uh, it wound up making it to the dollar theater too. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. second run theaters, and I was all about that at the time because I, I think, was eighteen, I, and I think I saw it like four more times. I there. saw Attack of the or Revenge of the Sith. I mean, four times yeah. in the dollar theater because the collect- one in Ames had it. I was collecting the soda cans for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had because uh, you collected everything. Yeah, yeah. Then. Well, they had pep. I I don't know. Cans were fun to collect. You put yeah. them on a shelf. They had uh. Like they had Newt Gunroy can. Yeah, yeah. You know? Who didn't even, they and never even Vicery said Vicery or... Uh, Viceroy's? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so... Fan- Boss Nass. Uh, when it came out... Uh-huh. Did you... Lo- did, how do you... Can you put yourself in that mindset? Oh, I was when blown When came out? Yeah. Gonna stop talking about I it? I loved it. And I... And they're... they're, they're I, also, it's kind of weird rewatching it because I was too dumb to know mm-hmm. that the senator well, the was p- the emperor. And it's not like out front but it that is that is a thing it's not it's not like dead center in the marketing mm-hmm. or any of the movie but like it's obvious in the movie especially yeah the shot at the end here's where my question they say uh mm, yeah. always two the sith are yeah did we kill the master or the apprentice and then yeah. it cuts to uh uh the Palpatine at, during Qui-Gon's funeral did the now this I almost tweeted this out this week but I thought I'd ask you on the show mm-hmm. 
was the intention two questions coming at you when the attention is is if you've never seen a single star wars and you put on phantom menace for the first time are you supposed to know through the movie that palpatine no way you're not supposed to that's I supposed to be like so. a hidden thing it has to be so when are you supposed to re- realize that in revenge of the sith yeah that's when you're supposed About to know. About when Anakin does. Even though they're the same fucking, it's so similar. Okay, that's that's, a, that's would, an answer. I would say so because they don't, it's not like put out there yeah. at all. I was going to put that out. I was going to I mean, unless you're this. able to pick it up by uh, Darth Sidious' face yeah. a little bit when he's talking to yeah. people via holocron. Here's the other question I have now. Are we supposed to know in Phantom Menace that Padme, Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. that she is playing the queen? Are we supposed to think she's playing a handmaid? Handmaid. She's playing, and are we supposed yeah. to believe? Because that was a twist to me. What I believed when I watched it was that she when played. I watched it the first time. I thought she played all of them. I thought it was a like everybody on Naboo. All these women look exactly the same. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I thought she was going to be the queen, but she's actually the handmaid. Oh uh, well, you know what they say: pad me once. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Because that's what I'm curious about. Like, is that what we were supposed to buy into and believe into? You know, yeah. Um, if you going forward, because if you've because seen, she was cast as Padme, Padme. Or like on my soda can. Yeah, there was a Queen Amidala, and there was a oh queen, okay, and there was a Padme soda sure. can. Did you know that the two completely different characters? And the Queen Amidala was Kira Knightley, who went on to become yeah. a big star too. I uh, so musician. What Kira Knightley? She's not a musician. Oh, who am She's I thinking? Oh, it's Shannon Sossman. Shannon Sossman, you're right. Yes, she is a musician. You're I can't right. believe I got Kira Knightley and Shannon Sossman. Yeah, that's up. right. Uh, the okay, so those are two questions I really wanted to get out of the way. Okay, now we both rewatched the prequels. Yes. Okay. Now we rewatched uh, the original trilogy for the last one, which uh-huh. that's a different thing. Uh. Okay. What do you think? Okay. How let's do you get feel? To, let's get let's to go it. movie to movie. Fa- right. Phantom. How First, do you feel? Gonna preface. Yeah. I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather watch a bad Star Wars movie. Same thing, same than thing. Than 90% of the things in existence. Yes. That being said, uh, these two prequel movies yeah. are my uh, ninth and tenth favorite Star Wars movies. Yeah. Ninth Easily. and tenth. Yeah. Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. Uh yeah, and they they have not aged well. I don't know how you are ranking those. I can tell you that my least two. I don't know the numbers. That's why I went ninth and tenth favorite because I didn't want to say least favorite. Okay, well my least favorite are Clone Wars than Phantom. Okay, you mean Clone, Attack of the Clones or Clone Wars? Attack of the Phantom. I'm sorry, Attack of the Clones is my least favorite Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. Uh Phantom Menace is my second least favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, I I will say that uh. Rewatching this for the purpose of talking about it on the podcast and watching it in a somewhat analytical way, the same way that I rewatch yeah. Flight of the Navigator and uh-huh. shit like that, and Last Starfighter again, it only hurt this trilogy. Yes, <laughs> I. There are so many things I watch. Phantom Menace. Okay, I'll tell you this. My whole life, I thought the Phantom, or I thought the the pod race scene was thirty five minutes long. Uh-huh. I've always thought it was thirty five minutes long because it's so terrible it's like 11 minutes long and i thought it was 35 minutes because i've i hate it so much that's one of the things to it like that just proves to me how much i didn't like this um here's what do you think here's at the top of my things i'm not too keen on yes in the prequels yes 
child actors not good across the board you know are not very good his friends on oh uh, his friends are even worse one of them they make him look like he's like de niro there's a part where they say i also hate they throw the nickname annie not a fan i'm fine Uh, with that i don't like milady yeah, I don't like that. Everybody's anymore. calling her Milady you in hate, Attack of the Clones. You hate when they say Yippee. Oh, oh, oh. There's a there's a part where they say, Let's go play ball. Yeah. And it's like, who wrote this? Yep. What's happening? Uh-huh. Um there's uh, my biggest problems, I guess I could say, okay, so fa- Phantom Menace. We'll, Phantom we'll, Menace. We'll, we'll stick with that. Okay, so Which I loved. I loved it when it came out. I still like it. I still, still like it. Still on my top. I didn't know it wasn't good until yeah. a while ago. I didn't know it wasn't good until they yeah. I I also didn't see the hate because I was young enough. Yeah. I didn't see hate forever. Uh huh. I didn't see hate until and, like. And maybe before we get into this, let me also say, uh, I'm a really big fan of the prequel world. The lore is great. Like yeah. everything around it. I've read good books, played mm-hmm. great video games. I honestly enjoyed think. good comics. Uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. One, we'll get to both of the yeah. series later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are both great. Yeah. But the movies. Uh, I was talking. Again, I was talking to my wife. I was like. It would actually be very interesting to see somebody remake these three movies. Yes. Better eyes, the way they do things oh, 100%, now. Oh, 100%, because the main story behind mm-hmm. it, like the Emperor's arc yeah. is fucking fascinating. Yeah. He's one of the most consistent players yeah. in the entire trilogy. Yeah. It's like him and Obi-Wan. It's but, such... But uh, Obi-Wan has such a... Uh, Phantom Menace, I think, drags because like, it's just so fake yes. for a lot of it. Where, like, Especially when you watch now. Yeah, like we've done so much CG stuff mm-hmm. nowadays that like they're doing so much brand new shit yeah. back then that nobody's ever done. There's a thing. So like they're having conversations with Gungans and they're like looking off and mm-hmm. not. Like, the eye lines are always like, all fucked up. When they go through the yeah. core, uh, like there's danger there, but I don't feel the danger of there's there's always a bigger fish. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like the Gungan, like CG, the CG characters, like CG backdrops being added in work pretty well, but like Boss Nass, pretty much all the Gungans, uh, a lot of the CG pod racers, uh, Watto, like they don't. So I'll say this, that um, I think that some of the CG, I can suspend my belief on some of that stuff. Yes. But like, just like when I watch fucking the last starfighter those fucking aliens with the masks and yeah. shit are super weird but i yeah. can sell that but totally so my thing is is like let's say the the trade federation they're weird but i buy their points and their plots and at the way least they're, they're acting. bosnia give me costume in baby. the fucking in the or in uh um gungan city that everything that happens at gungan city is ridiculous yeah and when he says that thing where he does that <laughs> there's no reason for that and ha- it had to cost thousands of dollars to animate that little scene there. There's nothing. It doesn't establish anything. It doesn't sh- mean anything. There's so much stuff that doesn't matter that it's only there to be like, hey, look, we did this. It's it's horrific because then there's Ultim- other things that like it would be so much more interesting. Yeah. They, one thing they could have. Ultimately, sh- Phantom Menace doesn't matter. Nothing. Everything is recapped in the mm-hmm. scroll from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. You can like just mostly toss. Phantom well, Menace to the side. The scroll from A New Hope makes everything useless. Who gives a shit about none of it? Of yeah. any of it, you know? It's that's my from the get-go, even at the very beginning of my heart of a Star Wars fan, I never gave a fuck about this time. I never gave I would give a fuck about it oh, like Rogue One. I gave a fuck about the Clone Wars. Rebels. I don't give a fuck about Anakin's journey ever. I never have cared once about Anakin's journey. Um I think Obi-Wan's journey is very interesting. 
I think Qui-Gon had a lot of interesting stuff. Um, okay, so another thing I want to say about Phantom Menace, though, that's, uh, that sucks shit, is, uh, and I know it's hacked to say this, but Jar Jar is terrible. He Jar Jar is. doesn't add anything. He doesn't. And, he, like, and, and, and also, why the fuck did they take Jar Jar to Moss Eisley? Yeah. Other than, like, for, like, story plot reasons, yeah. why is Jar Jar going to Moss Eisley? Like, I can understand, like, yeah. why Lucas brought him there so yeah. he could fucking look at Bontha's fart yeah and yeah, like, yeah yeah and stuff and, and get shit his, and get his face um numbed it just shows how good star wars writing and and the how much better they are at handling the property now yeah when you look at things like mandalorian with the way they're playing baby yoda like baby yoda is like the baby yoda is like the exact opposite of what jar jar is yeah. in star wars you know or even bb8 or yeah exactly yes yes um okay so there's some things that really fucking okay I think, you know, uh, our friend Topher Grace edited yeah, the yeah. prequels and made this cut. I would like to see that, only instead of having Topher Grace do it, who's, you know, he's, fa- he's a great actor or whatever. I think it would be fun to see the guys or the ladies that edit Clone Wars or Rebels. I would like to see them and maybe like Dave Filoni or something get together and edit an edit of the, right? Because there's so much shit that is not needed and not useful at all. Almost the entirety of Attack of the Clones is not needed. Or is not is useless, you know? Yeah. Uh, Other than, like, really, it's... The prequels are more about uh, Palpatine than anybody. Yeah. And just them slowly figuring out, oh, he's working out a thousand-year Sith plan yeah. to overthrow the Jedi and the Republic in one swift move. The whole Phantom... The whole pod race. It, like, literally could have just been, hey, what say I... I roll this dice and get your slave. It didn't need the race. It didn't establish that he was a good pilot. Okay. Which didn't need to happen anyway, because at the end when he flies the ship, it's all fucking accidental anyway, when yeah. he's hitting buttons and stuff. Uh-huh. It's not What's like this do. Yeah. Oh, I blew up a reactor. Yeah. It's none of that. And we better get out of here. R2. What's the, the other thing that happens? That's it. Oh, another thing that I hate about, I uh, hate you get it, but I, it's so stupid that Anakin built, C-3PO. It is. That makes no... Also... It's so poor. Throughout the prequels... Yeah. R2 and C-3PO... Like, I know there's a thing about... In Star Wars media... About ham-fisting your favorite characters into Mm -hmm. parts of the movies. But throughout the prequels... Like, R2 and C-3PO are just like... Like, just forced into certain scenes. Why are they at the wedding? Who's an actor you love? Who's uh, an actor you love that's not Star Wars related? Uh, somebody else. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., okay. Um, have you ever seen the movie, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Road Trip? Is that what it's called? What's yes. the movie he's in? Due Date, right? Yeah. Bad movie. Real bad movie, right? Mm-hmm. But you love Robert Downey Jr., right? Yeah. So you're watching the movie the whole time, you're like, fuck, man. what? Are you? That is literally how I feel about R2-D2 throughout the entire prequel trilogy. I'm like, god damn, why did they get... I love R2. He's so good. Why did he sign on to do these terrible yeah. movies, right? Well, it's because of Star Wars. I know, but like, I lo- if I'm looking at R2-D2 as an actor, I'd be like, oh, fuck, why is he in this movie? He's so yeah. good, you know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the C-3PR, R2-D2... I really don't like C-3PO in the prequels. No, he's not. he doesn't serve a purpose. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just such a, it's poor. It's the thing, and then I think literally one of the biggest, uh, and it now so okay. So, Phantom Menace I think whittles down to like, it could be a really great fifteen minute movie or twenty minute movie. I think the fucking Darth Vader or Darth Maul shit with and the battle at the end, the battle, the battle duel of the whatever, Gates? yeah, is wonderful. I think oh, that's yeah. amazing. 
Um, which is funny because it's cutting through that battle is cutting back to the Anakin. The, and- no, they're cutting back to the gun, the battle on on Naboo. Yeah, which is one of the worst things in any Star Wars, where they put the big dome up and shit like that. Yeah. And, Fucking and, and Jar Jar's hobbling around and knocking bombs over. Which I loved it over. when I first saw it. Yeah. Or like, yeah, but it looks like it, it gets it, worse every time you watch it. Yeah. And the CG gets worse. But it's so funny to and be like, like everything is like uh, cutting the Jar Jar doing yeah. something stupid to kill. But it also feels like it feels like like the the duel of the fates is so crazy. It feels like I'm cutting between like it'd be like if you're flipping channels and Aliens is on one yeah. channel and you flip to like the I saw Smurfs. somebody make a really interesting point. Yeah, let me hear it. You know why uh, Darth Maul is one of the most uh, uh, favorited and like revered characters from the prequels? Because he's only on like six minutes of screen time? Yeah, and he has no prequel dialogue. Yeah, very similar to... Uh, uh, Which is amazing how everybody loves Obi-Wan. only a little bit. He says that like, yeah, yeah. finally we'll have revenge. Which never... Why? What are they revenging? The uh, the Sith way back in the day, yeah. So you, like you can you you, you got to get over it, Sith. You give me so much information about stuff that doesn't matter, and then the things that kind of do matter to this plot, they just ble- bleed over. Um, also, another thing that I think with Phantom Menace, Padme, she is not needed ever in that movie. Well, the whole idea that she went with them and stuff like that, the I Queen th- insisted on it. But that's not. I think that they. I think that the queen element of it is really useful. And I know that they center herself, but I feel like the point of that was to sh- connect Anakin to her. But I think that only hurts story. And so when I think it would have been a way better thing if she would have been in that first yeah. movie when she's when they're on Naboo and they rescue her and stuff like that. And then she doesn't show up again until Attack of the Clones when they have to work on her again. And she's like, oh, I've never met you. And then she organically falls into... Anakin instead of having this whole thing where Anakin's like I've been thinking about her the last Dreaming 15 years her. or whatever and it's like why you barely knew her you knew her for fucking 20 minutes you know yeah but the people you meet during the most formative moments of your life I just think it's that, didn't you watch Lost I just think it's so poor that whole section that whole and there is nothing worse in Star Wars than the the love story between the love Anakin story between and Anakin and Padme and that's not even the bad part the bad part's in the sequel yeah well, when that's it's the thing. when it's build love story when they yeah and I literally, all I could think about was in Attack of the Clones is fucking George Lucas fucking no pants beating his dick off right in those scenes Yeah, where she's just like, I love you. and Or he like touches her and like runs his hand up her thing and then she kisses him. But nothing has happened. No, so, nothing, right. no plot before has happened on, that before, led them to fall in love. Before we move on from uh, Back to a Phantom. more Phantom Menace focused uh, discussion. Okay. Uh, obviously, we got the Darth Maul scene. Yes. Everybody, Fantastic. Everybody loves the fucking Darth Maul scene. Darth Maul's great. You don't you have a fucking pulse if you don't like the Darth yeah, Maul Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else do you like from Phantom Menace? Phantom Menace. Um, I like, honestly, I love Qui-Gon and uh, Qui-Gon? Obi-Wan's Big interactions. Fan. Yeah, same. Are very good. Same. I like seeing, one thing that I think the prequels really did, the only person I think the prequels did service is Obi-Wan, because I think that it, the Obi-Wan, yeah. and this might just have a lot to do Plus with Jude Yoda Law. Yoda becomes such drag. Well, Obi-Wan, at the beginning of Phantom Menace, and Obi-Wan when he dies, and or at the very end of Revenge of the Sith, uh-huh. that is a character arc, and yeah. we saw that happen. Yeah. You don't see that. The things Anakin's doing when he's like, wow, I'm a little boy, that shit does not connect in any way to Darth Vader dying and yeah. having a heart when he dies. None of that connects. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very, 
it's it's useless. So I love the Obi Wan's arc. I think Qui Gon's death is very uh, heartfelt and well, real. Your, and that's I feel your it. one real relationship mm-hmm. in the movie. Is Qui Gon bad? Do you no. think Qui? Because because he's a maverick. Dooku says shit. Yeah, he does. How about this? No, Qui Gon was this? a rebel. He's a Jedi rebel. How about this? He's like punk rock rebel. Qui Gon. He's. he's Qui Gon's got an English accent. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Star Wars that's bad's got an English accent. Dooku's got the English. Holy shit! Right? Uh huh. There's. I don't know if anybody. No. I'm sure smarter people have talked about this stuff. But that was. That's the thing that hit me. And when I saw Attack of the Clones in the theater, I decided that oh, Qui Gon was probably a separatist. He was no, probably no, on the. Qui Gon was just always. He's always been told like mm-hmm. me, he's like the. Uh, uh, also, if he was bad, he wouldn't have like hooked Yoda and yeah. Obi Wan up with the secret of. Uh, Force ghost. In. You're right. Yeah. Uh, also, another thing Qui Gon has that I think is fantastic is a uh, uh, certain set of skills that are. I don't know. <laughs> that's just a joke. Um, right. Okay. So, what do you love? Is there any? Well, we we're making good time, but I feel like we're we're gonna have, if we want to keep this fucker at a good speed, we need to move through to past the phantom. Um, I don't know. I kind of like I kind of like how bad it is. It's kind of fun. Maybe you know. Maybe if I was uh, a Harry Potter just fan, just like look, like watching uh, Jake Lloyd do weird stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's maybe I can't. I, I, I guess, can't buy that. I guess I like my nostalgia for Phantom Menace and thinking about how much how, everybody loves it. But like, how good would it be if Anakin was portrayed, never talked, portrayed very similar to this Baby Yoda character almost, and the whole time he's kind of a shy. He's kind of always looking back instead of being an outgoing. Like yeah. it. D- in storytelling, I want to see why things happen. And there's no connection. Like I said, there's nothing from this. That little boy that's like, all my life, that doesn't connect. Yeah. And it's fucking dumb. So it, maybe... If, you I shouldn't mean, have to read Revenge of the Sith, the novel. Yes. Or watch seven seasons of Clone Wars yeah. to understand Anakin's turn to the dark side Yeah, well. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay, so let's move on. Yes. We're on Attack of the Clones. Uh-huh. My least favorite. Movie of the year. Yeah, I loved it when it came out, Oh, buddy. my God. I saw What? It. You like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter? Yeah. You're fucking stupid. Uh, Attack of the Clones is the movie of the year. I saw Attack the night it came out in Bellevue. Yeah, I went midnight show. There was five, four or five of my of friends year. went. I was blown away. My friend Tim went to the wrong, th- bought tickets to the wrong theater, so we drove him to another theater like an hour away, dropped him off. Went to watch our movie, then afterwards went and picked him up and got in the car, and we we're all like, ah, like how great it was. I wore a T-shirt from the t- the video game Jedi Jedi Starfighter. Was yeah. that a game? Yep. I had a t a free T-shirt from a Star Wars video game that I wore. Yeah. My friends dressed up game. like fucking uh, uh, whatever you call it, a uh, uh, Jedi's and shit. Plus, Phantom Menace was still awesome. I remember a hundred percent being in the theater. I loved it. But I remember being in the theater, and as soon as they go to that fucking death sticks and diners stuff, all that stuff, I'm like, death so sticks. I don't mind the scene with the I death. That's fine. That bar, all that stuff. Just, but the women were hot ladies in 1999 or 2001. You know, that's not what hot ladies in Star Wars look like. You know, like it was very. Ugh. And I also hmm, right away just Anakin rubs me the wrong way the whole time. I think I just hate Anakin so much, but yeah. He, he's at least tolerable in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Uh, but boy, uh, Attack of the Clones, Anakin mm-hmm. is like, like the, the his decisions to like cry about certain things. Yeah. Are like 
unfair. Like he just gets really mad at Obi Wan. I used to blame like, you don't, like all maybe, the time. Maybe if you give us a little bit of something where we can agree with him, yeah. about why he's getting mad about Obi Wan, but it's unfounded, and then they're going to be best friends. Yeah, you know. Well, that's the thing. That's that- what that's what it made it so much better. Is if Anakin <laughs> was just likable the entire time. I'll tell you this: two like, things you can two things that hurt the prequels more than anything. One is the Clone Wars cartoon or animated series, the se- the TV shows. Hurts Being the prequels so much better. Yes, and and building character in a way. Another thing that hurts the prequels a whole lot is watching them, putting them on, and actually watching the whole thing. It's, yes, oof, that sucks. Uh-huh. But but you're right because in, I mean, I'm going to watch them again. No choice Anakin makes ever makes sense. He's he's mad for the wrong until reasons. Revenge of the Sith. Well, it, until he flips. Yeah. Until once until, he flips, but it, it all those makes aren't sense. His because, decisions. It's fucking his. It, it's Sidious at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, but then we so know it's not at like, least. Yeah. But going forward, and like, okay, so... And he has no balls. What? Freaking uh, Padme is like, no, we're just going to just... Well, if I go, you have to protect me. So, like, Padme's... I like her a lot more, but then I don't understand why she's winding up with him. Padme... Like, he's just... Padme is a... I, to the point where I'm kind of like, I'm like, should I just believe that everything is being influenced by... Is, Sidious? Does Padme not have... it makes it easier, yeah. Yeah, because is, pa, is, is, is Sidious affecting everything Padme does because there's no reason he has done nothing that should make her want to fall for him. Yeah. He's done things that should make her not want to fall for him. Oh, you mean like I killed them. I killed them all. That whole thing before that, even though when he's like, she just, there's a part where he, she's walk like they're walking and I, they're, they get to Naboo and he's protecting her and she says a thing and he go or they're like, what do you think? What's the plan? And he's like, well, and then she's like, no, I'll tell it. And then she yeah. has a plan and he snaps at her and yeah. she snaps at him. And I'm like, this is an unhealthy relationship. Not only that, you fucking have a Padawan braid coming yeah. off the side of your fucking head. It's so poor. And the the way that he's like, uh, okay, so she. Also, sh- isn't it weird that, uh, uh, I mean, I know it's different cultures and everything. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, but yeah. uh, that Shmi Skywalker. Like the guy bought a slave and then like. Well, see, that's the thing is I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the the outside I don't know what all the story of that is. Yeah. But like when I chose, I just chose to believe. Well, she maybe fell in love with somebody, and he raised the money to buy her, and then by buying her, freed her, and then that was his wife. Yeah. You know, like and it then could Owen be something like that. Or do you think he bought somebody and then like made her live in a fucking cage for six months, and then no. was like, hey, she's cute, let's get married, you know? <laughs> um. There's, okay, so another thing with with attack uh, the clones, um, which what? I used to think it was my least favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, but uh, I think it's better than uh, Phantom. Phantom, really? Uh, after this weekend, there is. Oh, I'm solidified as the last place. There I is nothing in every, atta- nothing in Attack of the Clones. Do I enjoy as much as the things I like about Phantom? I'd much rather put up with Hey uh, Hayden. Then uh, Jake oh, Lloyd. Well, yeah, but I also throw them both out. If um, for what I say, I mean, Revenge of the Sith is great. I mean, uh, not the Darth Maul fight's great, but there's a lot of good fights. Uh, the Obi Wan subplot, like yeah, Obi Wan's great. Like him and Jenga Fett, yeah. him and Kamino, him getting captured by Dooku. That I do think that's all a of lot that, more interesting. I where, think all of that's really interesting. Yeah, where you're able, where they're able to take multiple storylines mm-hmm. and then spread them out, where Phantom Menace is more like just one. Yeah. storyline. I think which, that I, I agree with you on that. I guess, but I still think that that is not 
Uh, I do. I enjoy watching the the also, duel in Phantom more than man, I think the, the Django chi- fight. Once again, child actors just. Oh what, yeah, hurting it. The, the younglings. The yeah, and then uh, uh, freaking Boba Fett is just like really bad. That joke. Okay, I was that on the air or was that before the show? And we were talking about the humor of Star Wars. That was before we were started recording. Yeah. I think. Uh, we're talking about uh, so basically the humor in Star Wars, like the slapstick of Jar Jar Binks doesn't make sense. Whereas the joke to me personally, the jokes in The Last Jedi when he's like, "Am I on? Yeah. Hello, are you there?" I think that does make sense in the world. I think that feels like a real thing that could happen. Whereas the slapstick shit is like, "What the hell?" Obi Wan's got some of the best jokes. Obi Wan does, but here's the thing that I, a joke that I love in Attack of the Clones. I think that I think is really good. Is it when uh uh. R2-D2 separates C-3PO's head from the battle oh, droid God. during the bottle of Geonosis. That and, also makes no and sense. And while he's uh, getting drug, he's like, this is such a drag. No, it's not oh, that. God, it's, I love that it's, joke. it's when um, Obi-Wan goes to the fucking weird diner. All that scene is shit. Gets, why do they know what 50s, I hated that. Why do they know what 1950s U, uh, United hated, States diner culture is like? That's one of the like. few things that I watched in real time yeah. as a Star Wars fan. That was a, a more of a Star Wars stand yeah. where I loved everything. I remember watching that and being like, I don't like it. It doesn't this. make sense. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, but no, the joke I love, though, is so then uh, Obi-Wan has the thing. He goes and looks for the planet. He can't find it. He sees the the thing, and he goes to Yoda, and then Yoda opens it up all to the children. And the way Yoda's is like, Master uh, Kenobi has lost a, a planet. Very embarrassing. Yeah. And I think that's a that's very a that's a funny joke. That feels real. Yeah. I feel like the Yoda that I saw on Dagobah, that's a thing he would say. And do. Yeah. But nothing else. So many other things uh-huh. suck shit in this movie. Um, and I do think there's good ideas. I love yeah. the lore that's set up in this totally. stuff. I think the the whole reason the Django and the, 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 the droids, the fact that like it was all, Palpatine was making all this happen to have a droid army fight a fucking clone army is so smart and so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Just executed like shit. Uh-huh. Just yeah. shit, shit, shit. Totally. Uh, I, once yeah. again, the... Palpatine's arc works, mm-hmm. so therefore, like you're able to make better stuff out of the stuff that's yeah. there. How long? And this is a question I wanted to ask you, and maybe this is documented, and I just don't, I haven't caught on. When did like in Revenge of the Sith? No, no, sorry, in Return of the Jedi, are they're not clones? No, 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 they're Star Troopers. They're Stormtroopers. What? At what point? Stormtroopers are not clones. No, okay. So when did that stop? When they got old. When all those, when they stopped producing, they just clones, made one big batch of clones. the millions of them or whatever. When yeah. they all stopped, then what happened? Did they just start making people be join join and become? Uh, and that's like how what Finn? I don't was? know. That's some more deeper lore. Stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I, that's always well. Yeah, because every like, they have real people in the empire. So Han an, Solo was a um, uh, imperial guy. Yeah, Legend Tilly's was in the. But empire. yeah, but I'm saying like like the clone army was just to give them an army. Okay, and then they started making an army after that because they're regular people. They weren't making more clones. Sure, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Um, what was? Do you know anything about what? Why don't we know anything like for Star Wars being so big on like the Clone Wars and giving us all this stuff? Why don't we know what happened? Do we know what happened between Phantom and Attack? Like what's what was uh, Obi Wan and uh, just random Jedi stuff? Yeah, I feel like there that wasn't would much be, that happened. I need to learn. I need to care. I I'm, I never care about Anakin, and I know where he's going. So there's it doesn't matter. Like I've never had a reason to care for him, and that's why when I watch the cartoon uh, Clone Wars. I'm kind of like I still I, I I like it I like his story. It's amazing how much better of a character Anakin is. Yeah, it's and, one, uh, and him and Oshaka or Oshaka. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I always fuck up how to say her name. Yeah, you fucked me up because now I have Sh- uh, Osaka 
Asaka Tani. Asaka Tani. Asaka is great. Yeah. I think she's one of the best characters in oh, yeah. Star Wars. And I think him and her's relationship is very good. Yes. And very interesting. And that is a thing that sucks. And I understand. And him and Obi-Wan's relationship. Relationship is really good. Yeah. And Obi-Wan does stuff. But there's things. Okay. So like we talked about this before the show. So in Attack. he Okay. First off, he starts having these nightmares about his mom and shit. And it's like. Well, you've fucking been gone for 10 years. All of this shit. When like, could you? You could have gone back at when, any point. When Padme falls out of the transport machine oh, yeah. on Geonosis into the sand, and yeah. he's like, I have to go after her. I gotta. There's like, no. And Obi-Wan is like, dude. You can build romance. You can build, put things in that make them make you see why somebody would feel that way. They never did that. Yeah. So it's also, just, oh, I hate the milady. He just everybody's yeah. like milady. He just seems like a fucking horny MRA guy, MRI guy. You know, like he would love fucking. Oh boy, can you, Could imagine, you imagine the blogs that he would write about fucking Last Jedi? He reminds me, and I, this is I don't want to. This is like dark, but that guy that shot up San Bernardino, who had all those videos where he was just talking yeah. about how everybody's against him, the women are terrible. He reminds me of that. That's oh. what the kind of character he is. Mm-hmm. He's like, they don't respect me and people don't see it and stuff. And so the idea that that a queen, a senator, would gravitate towards that doesn't make sense unless she is literally under the control of Palpatine. Yeah. Which could be. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so, uh, fuck, what was the, I had another thought on Tank and the Clones. Oh, so, okay, so he goes back and he rescues his mom at the exact moment she's dead. That's insane. Like, right as she's dying. Uh, there's a... We talked... We texted about this. Uh, what Was she a sex slave for the the Tusken Raiders or whatever? You know? Like, what was the what was the plot there? What was happening with her? It's not said, and yeah. it's really not even alluded to. So uh-huh. it's like, what the fuck is happening here? Um, he takes her, and then he kills them all. Yeah, the women, the children. The children, everything. And then he admits he it. He hates him. He hates... And then he admits it. To Padme, and she's like, give me a hug. Everything from that moment on, he should have not been allowed on Jedi missions. Yeah. He should have gone to some sort of a therapy, a therapy type thing. Uh, every episode of Clone Wars should have had to be like, hey, buddy, now, remember when you killed all those Tusken Raiders? Every time in Clone Wars where he did something kind of quirky or funny, or him and Osaka would do a thing, or him, he'd be with some random character, the whole time all I'm thinking about is he murdered all of those fucking... Sand people. Well, they had tried to attack them. I mean, those fucking little boys playing with that fucking dog-looking thing didn't. Yeah. God damn it. It's just, it's so, it's 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 false. It's faulty storytelling in my head. I still love it. So I think it's fine. I watched Attack of the Clones a lot. Watched yeah. it two days ago. I'm going to watch it again. <sighs> God, I'll watch it again in a couple months. Uh-huh. Um. Okay. I'll, so now the, what? It's a part of the Star Wars marathons, and those are fun. I... Uh, they get married at the end. I remember being in the theater yeah. when I first saw it and being like, wait, also, what the fuck? They're getting married? Music's fucking great in all of the prequels. That's, that is one thing that really... The music in uh, Attack of the Clones is... Mm, it's so... So good. And it fucks you and up. And the love theme music? I like put... The, what, I don't know. It's probably called Padme. There's a, the scene like, when, they're, when they're on... Okay. So I was walk. I, I've been downloaded this Disney Plus and I had it on my phone. So I'm walking around New York listening to this while I'm... Right? And this the the that love scene when they're on Naboo, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm playing. I'm like, what's happening? Because it's a lot of silence. And you look at it, and there's this whole scene where he l- runs his finger up her back, and you're like, that's not good. And then they cut to them looking back and forth at each other for too long, and it's like, this is the scene that fucking George Lucas was jacking his dick off while he was writing this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's so gross. It's 
doesn't make sense. And then they kiss, and that doesn't make sense. But the music is gorgeous. Like, it's John Williams is crushing <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. God damn. Uh, okay, so... Any other thoughts on Clone? That's about it. Okay, let's move on. Now, the Clone Wars are animated series. Yeah. Love it. Totally. The first one... I can't wait to start, especially watching Rebels, Mm -hmm. and I'm almost done with Rebels, and there's a couple of other things in Rebels where you're like, oh yeah, that's from Clone Wars. We'll talk about it next week. And I'm like way be... I haven't rewatched Clone Wars in a while. Yeah. So like... Well, I, that's I, my... I would catch it occasionally. Mm-hmm. I got my arcs. Yeah. I've seen like a good chunk of it, but yeah. I haven't like, you know, like I really watched... watched it and I can't wait to in the it. Since we've started this podcast at some point, I watched all of Clone Wars and enjoyed it. Everything yeah. that was out. Uh, I didn't like the movie, but now that I finished. The movie's like just a throwaway like pilot. Yeah. But now, but now that I finished, and not to spoil, but now that I finished Rebels. I do want to go back and watch the movie again because I do like, like I said, I like Osaka. Because essentially the movie was just, hey, we like mm-hmm. what's going on with the series you're making. Yeah. Uh, let's make it a, let's a take those thing. first let's do four. three, four. Because of that's basically what Clone Wars is. It's just a bunch of little movies. a bunch movies. of little movies. Yeah. Like the biggest, uh, like Rebels has like one big giant over arc, mm-hmm. but like way more single off episodes. Yeah. Where Clone Wars works really well because it's just like these little five six story episodes clone wars did exactly what i wanted from star wars gave me it gave me other things happening it's in more universe. involved in the star wars universe it's like well it's a lot of it's some people's favorite star wars piece of media yeah clone wars is great and the first one the 2003 one which was the hand-drawn cartoon yeah, the one. one made by the samurai jack guy, yes i loved was, that when it came out and i own it on dvd but i haven't rewatched it's great. that in 10 years it's great the won animation's it, great it the won an emmy great. and uh yeah, it was beat a great out King of the up. Hill for an Emmy. That's yeah. fucking great. Um, but then the 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 seven season one that was great is the one that we and I am rewatching. That's that. the one that they uh, lifted. Uh, they brought in arguably the biggest Star Wars guy, not named George Lucas, Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni, yeah, yeah. brought him over from Avatar. You the want last to know Airbender, another pretty much yeah another fucking crazy thing that we didn't talk about. I don't think Rebels, which we'll talk about next week. Rebels is going to be part of our third part of this, but Simon Kinsberg is a big part of Rebels, who was the big part of why the X-Men movies were so good. Oh. I didn't know that. That fucking kicks ass, you know? And maybe he had something to do with Clone Wars 2, and I'm just not sure. But he had a lot to do with Rebels, which I think is my favorite, I mean, one of my favorite pieces of media. Um, Okay, so Clone Wars, uh, anytime they're not focused on Anakin, love it. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. Obi-Wan's really great in it. Obi-Wan's great. Obi-Wan is just one of your consistent Mm -hmm. best things Throughout getting the to prequels. see Obi Wan with the, the 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 Mandalorian queen, yeah, that he was that he find out uh, Obi Wan was in love once, uh-huh. and also then a lot of the a lot of the Obi Wan or uh, a lot of the Mandalorian lore, yes, is like uh, all from Clone Wars, uh-huh. and the 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 thing about when um there's an episode of uh, Clone Wars when they when that one uh one of the clone troopers goes crazy, yeah. And kills a bunch of people, and they're like, "What the heck?" And then they start doing research, and they find the Order sixty six chip. chip. Yeah, that shit's insane. That shit's great. And then they also are dealing with some of the fallout of yeah the clones after Order sixty six. Yeah, and so okay, so if you have never seen Rebels, which is another animated series, Clone Wars takes place obviously between Attack of the Clones and fan and uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that other series. Rebels takes place 15 years after mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. Also, so many things from Darth Attack of the Maul Clones. Darth Maul is so fucking good in both of them. Both of them. 
He's just so many a, things. Yeah, he's such a deeper character. The characters, the the it's so good. Uh, the Dooku's better. Uh, Ventress, she's yeah. awesome. Her battle is great. Her arc is great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, it's so good. Yeah, the way they fuck Ahsoka, Ahsoka over is mm-hmm. so great storytelling. Um, and then the way it all it go and when Rebels comes up, it's so good. It that is what Star Wars I wanted, and that's yeah. why. Rebels is exactly what I want to start over with because I didn't want it. I didn't want to know where it ended. Clone Wars love, and the video games are like why I'll always be a prequel apologist. Although I, the music is great, and I'll tell you what, after watching yeah. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones back to back, once you get through that shit show and you make it to Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. it elevates Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Sith, yeah, Revenge yeah. of the Sith is a much better movie one thing, because the other ones are so yeah. not. One thing that does suck, though, about Revenge of the Sith on a rewatch, because I rewatched it for this, after seeing Clone Wars and everything, is it's not... It is, but it's it's it feels different. It, it does. It's because because we know everything that Anakin's gone through. Yeah. And Obi-Wan's gone through. But fucking Hayden Christensen and, and, and well, Ewan McGregor, they don't know all that. Clone Wars is great because it's what I love about Star Wars mm-hmm. now, or like the Star Wars media franchise, yeah. is... I like when they just give it to creative where it's a sandbox. Yes. It's like, here, you go play with Star Wars now, you creative person. And they get really good at it. In the Clone Wars, you pretty much, it's like, hey, we got like three years to pretty much do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And And they're also... And also you get to know a lot of these other like... Uh, I used to know a lot of them by name, but a lot of your like uh, Kip Fisto, yeah, yeah, and Shock Tees, mm-hmm. and uh, Mace Windu is just a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, it's it's a, and then also the one thing that I think the Clone Wars did really well was okay. So let's pivot into Revenge of the Sith a little bit. And also, yeah, well, that relationship between the clone warrior, the the clones, yeah, and their Jedi captains is also really interesting. So like when Cody guns down, yeah, uh, or attempts to code uh, gun down Obi Wan, there's like. That means, it means something. more if you've watched. And the fact that what's his name from Rebels, Rex, Rex, he was right there for a lot of that too. Yeah. And so I, uh, I would honest, I don't know how they haven't. I would, I want to only know about Rex and yeah, the, his team. Yeah, Rex was the rebel, was the the clone who pulled the chip out. Uh huh. Him and he had a team, and they they come back in Rebels. It's so good. Okay, so we we gotta move on. Revenge uh, of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Now in the theater. When it started, now I've told the story a thousand times on the show. I was in London, England, opening night. It was fucking phenomenal, just surrounded by bad guys because they all have that accent. Uh, I loved it. Well, first off, it's the whole reason we want to watch the prequels. Yeah, is we want to see Anakin become Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and he does that. He does it. It's uh, the opening scene's great. Yeah. Also, after it opens watching with it opens with a big space battle. Nothing that's never happened before. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And like I love it too because after watching the other two, mm-hmm. you immediately like, oh, the CG is way better. It's better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a thing that's kind of funny is when it starts, and I I was always super I needed I'm this way with everything, but I need to watch the thing a ten times before I figure it out. So I don't think I've ever been as confused as I was when it started, because I was like, wait a minute, Dooku? Has kidnapped Palpatine, and who the fuck is General Grievous? And yeah. you know, because you don't know any of that stuff. You don't well, know. I Grievous. watched the Clone Wars cartoon. The O three uh, cartoon told you who Grievous was. Yeah, and, yeah. But then once you see him in the the other one, yeah, you would know even more, and then it gives it more weight. Totally. So, whereas the Clone Wars, it helped Grievous in that. Grievous's introduction, yeah. 
in the uh, 2003 miniseries yeah. uh, is really good. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, yeah. And then he's not such a badass in the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie, but whatever. But yeah, but that's because he because of events that took place during the Clone Wars yeah. is why he's not such a badass anymore. Um, so the... Uh, that old movie, I remember, I loved it. I was obsessed. I could not believe it. Yeah. Uh, I was having such a good time with it. Uh, looking back, uh, it's not my, I don't, I think it might be my third least favorite thing. I think that's where I'm still classifying it. Uh, but there is, uh, there's, let's say there's 15 minutes of Phantom Menace, I think is wonderful. Let's say there's six minutes of Attack of the Clone. I think is wonderful. Oh, I think a good hour. A, yeah, there's about an hour of, of Revenge of the Sith. And most of that's a 20 minute lightsaber fight. Something. Even though here's yeah. one thing I'll say about uh, prequel lightsaber fights. Yeah. They look really pretty. They don't seem too practical. Yeah. You know, because they're always flying around so much. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they're the kung fu guys. Yeah. And what Star Wars needs is like, and but meanwhile Kylo Ren's an MMA guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got all it. these fancy lightsaber forms mm-hmm. going down and all these funny spins well, and stuff. And then Kylo Ren can just come in there and also, grapple them and take them down. Kylo Ren's lightsaber battles have the same shit that Luke's lightsaber battles had where the, not a lot of people knew what to do. In fucking the Clone Wars and Attack of the Clones and in this, everybody that has a lightsaber is a fucking Jedi that knows how to fight really well with a lightsaber. Except for... All right. Um... During the Battle of Genosis, yeah. Sorry to go back to Attack, Attack of the Clones. Why aren't they just throwing people around more with force? Ah, yeah. Whatever. That's just also a, that's a dumb movie complaint. Also, something that I I hate Attack of the Clones, but something that I really hate about Attack of the Clones is the uh, Yoda. Yeah. Qua- I remember leaving the theater and we were all like, "That's so cool!" And the second time I went and saw it in the theater, I was like, "Oh, what? that just looks like a computer." fighting a computer you know yeah it's not because obviously christopher fucking whatever isn't doing that shit uh-huh. and it's just it's ugh, doesn't hold up okay revenge of the at least they uh brought the geonosians in yeah so we have another like easily disposable bat like yeah. one of them they're getting cut in half left mm-hmm. and right like they're droids and it's like you later find out they got like feelings in rebels they, they reference back to yeah. the battle of geonosian a couple times yeah. and when they do that it makes it sound like because what, what we saw is only part of it yeah. But it seems like it was way bigger scale, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Um, there's, okay, so another thing that pushes to the theory that Palpatine or Sidious is leading all of uh, uh, Natalie Portman's actions when they land and then Anakin runs over and hugs her and she tells him she's pregnant and stuff like that. Uh, that makes no sense. And then she's like, uh, what if we're wrong? What if we're on the wrong side? And he's like, you sound like a separatist. And she's like, well, maybe we're... There's nothing that would ever lead her to believe that. Yeah. There's no reason her natural... Re- re- would. Ble- There's no reason that she's like, oh, buddy, if I'm pregnant, maybe they're going to make me step down from the Senate. That person's not going to be like, maybe we're wrong. Maybe the Senate's wrong. That doesn't make sense. I do think Anakin is... And Hayden Christensen is 10 times better in Revenge of the Sith yeah. than he is in Attack of the Clones. Then that's more saying to how bad he is in yeah. Attack of the Clones. He's st- yes, yes. He's still doing all the same shit that sucks. Yeah, but, but it's not his when he's fault. playful with Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. He's a lot more tolerable. Yeah. I get a little bit of feels. Oh, yeah. When they're both going to different, when they say there's goodbye a lot of that. There's a lot of them other. saying goodbye to get. Yeah, each yeah. Other they're a lot it. friendlier. Yeah, and that's what I like. Um, I don't like when he's getting mad about Obi Wan. Like th- also so, the f- fucking the he's really beaten into him the. 
Uh, yeah, he's really beaten into him. The 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 Palpatine is really beaten into Anakin. Like, oh, they don't trust you. Oh, he's yeah. it's like it's so ham fisted that you're like, uh, Anakin's an idiot. He's just a dipshit. It's crazy that he's supposed to be such a great. Well, he's got power. Jedi. He's got because uh, he's an idiot. He's got powers. He's got new powers. Yeah, you know, he's a powerful Jedi, great pilot. Uh, I do like the scenes where um, when when Obi goes after Grievous, Grievous is yeah. really great. And that weird animal. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, the, thing, the battle cat that he drives. Boy, also Revenge of the Sith moves so much. Oh yeah, quicker yeah, yeah, yeah. Than the other two. Mm-hmm. It took me three times to watch Attack of the Clones. Yeah, mostly because I was probably a little bit too stoned watching a little bit sure, too sure. late, falling asleep. But Attack of the uh, Revenge of the Sith, it at least moves quickly. Yeah, it's great. Also, once. Uh, Mace Windu dies. The whole movie is just a great watch. I enjoy. Well, yeah. Once rise Vader. Mm -hmm. Once you have Darth Vader and he goes to the Jedi Temple, kills everybody. Goes to Mustafar, kills everybody. Hayden Christensen is a lot better when he's not saying anything. Yep. And he's just brooding, which is why Darth Vader's a good character. Yeah. It's um, once he once he's once Anakin's dead. Yeah. And it's Vader. Way better. It. Another thing how, you know, we were saying watching Attack of the Clone or watching the Clone Wars makes the prequels worse because we know what's capable. Watching the prequels kind of makes like when you see Darth Vader in A New Hope and he's fucking choking people and stuff, you're, you're like, oh, you're that idiot that yeah, got but, fucking tricked so easy by the everything, you know? Yeah, but uh, now Vader's back. What do you mean? Rogue One. Rogue, sure. Yeah, he's yeah. He's great. Rebels, he's great. He is great. Uh, but I'm still saying that and- like... Yeah. It's like, okay, it's like, uh, you know, like when there's a character. But also, you know, I'm when sure you, Hitler was a whiny bitch when he was. Serial, a, serial killers are huge right now, right? You know, when you hear about a, some crazy, like you yeah. hear about some crazy serial killer who killed 20 people and you're like, what a monster. And then you start hearing about how he was fucking, uh, his dad never loved him and his mom beat him and everybody at school was mean. It's like, well, why do I give a shit? Like yeah. now I'm like, well, what am I supposed to feel bad? Like I never, that was my whole thing with why. And why I'm so excited about where Star Wars is going now with what I love, and we'll talk about it a lot next week, what I love about sitting down for A Force Awakens and for the last, is I don't know fucking any of these people, and I don't know what any of them are doing. Yeah. I, you know, I I mean, the whole movie, the whole Force Awakens, I'm like, is at some point Finn going to fucking snap and be a bad guy again? Mm-hmm. Which could happen, you know? And, and and it could still happen. And this guy, at some point, there could be yeah. some fucking switch in also, his body that makes him a bad guy again. The fucking... Uh, to that that same point, the uh, fight scene between Obi Wan and Anakin is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, but I know what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, it's uh, there's no there, there's no like that. The reason why that the reason why that is good that. is it does like we were saying, uh, it's all Obi Wan. Yeah, that prove that shows why Obi Wan went to fucking uh Tatooine. And yeah. stay down the middle of nowhere, and coupled with the fact that the love of his life is already dead, that is why is that battle right there. There's a thing, and there's a thing in, in in Revenge of the Sith that I don't know. Maybe smarter people. I don't think that, I don't know if this was intended. Smarter people might be able to go to where um, Anakin. Uh, very, uh, one of the real emotional moments of this move of Revenge of the Sith is Anakin is always saying that Obi-Wan's like a father to him. He's mm-hmm. always saying he's, he, he treats me like a father. He acts like he's my father, blah, blah, blah. And when Anakin and him, are, or when Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting, and Obi-Wan's like, you were my brother. And that, I think, is a very emotional thing yeah. where it's like, like... It's kind of funny, too, because there's like, 
We were uh, the same. There's bad mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen acting. Yeah. Like that's back when he's being, he's not good in that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's playing off of Obi-Wan who's fucking great. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so weird. And I also want to say that I, I'm, I'm, I will always go on record as saying that I don't think Hayden Christensen's a bad actor. I think he was, I, th- I don't think Hayden Christensen's a bad actor. I think. He broods good. I think. Just keep uh, him brooding. Well, I. Once he's Darth Vader, I like him. I think Except everyone else in that movie, everybody, uh, fucking, uh, who is it that plays uh, uh, Leia's dad? You know Jimmy Smith. Smith's, uh, fucking Natalie Portman, uh, Obi-Wan. They're all phenomenal actors who I don't think need as much direction. No. Whereas I feel like he's a good actor who probably wanted more. He doesn't have a good script. He doesn't have great direction. So he comes off like shit. You know what I mean? But there's a movie called Shattered Glass, which I suggest everybody see. It's a really good movie about like a scam that happened yeah. at a newspaper. Don't watch his Goosebumps episode. And Hayden Christensen is fucking great in it because he's got a good writer and a good director behind him. Uh, but yeah, and, and Revenge, I remember leaving the theater. The I buy, as, you're right, as soon as Mace Window's dead, I buy it all. It's, uh, uh, it's, a good, it's good from there on out. Um, I can't think of anything in that last act that the Jedi's are stupid. Prequely rubs me the wrong way throughout the entire prequels. The Jedi's there's so the many Jedi Council. There's so many things where the Jedi's seem dumb as shit. Yeah, that's probably like supposed to be in there, but they never. Nobody ever believes in anything. Also, like for somebody that's supposed to be able to know, like the fact that like Vader, like Luke, who doesn't know anything and is barely, you know, ha- was barely trained, can be like my father's on that ship. I sense him, you know. And yet nobody can sense the entire time that this shit's going to happen with Anakin or that it's like, it feels like they do, but they don't know it. Yeah. And the fact that they all put so much faith in him and stuff like that, it's like when Yoda's like, maybe we were wrong. Maybe we interpreted, misinterpreted it. It's like, well, that's the most real shit a Jedi said in any of these movies is maybe I'm wrong. You know, so many chin scratching moments. Yeah. Meetings. I do love Revenge of the Sith. I love uh, when Order sixty six happens. That's very emotional. Yeah. I love the Wookiees saving. Is that Chewbacca that saves yeah. him? Yeah, that's weird. I yeah. that's one of those ham fisted things. Uh-huh. But whatever. Whatever. Um. Also, here's the thing. I they, wanted. We got new Chewbacca toys. Out I, of I think I wanted to touch base on earlier, but I forgot. Was uh. So how dumb it is that Anakin built C three PO, right? Mm-hmm. But it's funny because C three PO all through Star Wars, you see a lot of other protocol droids that look like him. So that'd be like if you're like, oh, yeah, I made this car. Check it out. And then it's like a fucking Toyota Tercel or something. Yeah. Like it's some car that you see everywhere that's not cool, you know? It's like, why'd you make that? You could have made anything, man, you know? Um, uh, okay, Revenge. Uh, I think the Mustafar fight is one of the, my most emotional and moments in Star great Wars. great music. Great music. Dun, dun, I love how Mustafar, how it's grown dun, in Star Wars. Dun, dun, that's where his castle is and fucking... Dun, 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 um, dun, 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 dun. In Rogue, Rogue, Rogue yeah. One, that's where a lot of rebel, not a lot of rebels, but some rebel shit takes place there. And then when they talk about it, they're like, you're not supposed to go there. Jedis don't go there. That's where Jedis go to die. Because in the events after when they were rounding up all the Jedis, they'd take them there and fucking Vader would like yeah. fucking fuck with them and kill them. Um, learn, steal their powers and learn from them and stuff. Um, and so uh, I like I like opening up Mustafar to us. Uh, I love the shot of them on the bridge of the of his destroyer with the uh, uh, Death Star getting made in the background. Yeah, and, and you have the super CG Tarkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's walking way over worse. Yeah, yeah, way worse. But at the- least it's in a really wide shot. Mm-hmm. You know, so they get away with it. How but much better? Like literally. I wonder how quickly uh, they changed 
everybody's clothing. They're like, here, we got our new Empire garbs. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Sith, Revenge of the Sith ends strong. I think Revenge of the Sith, uh, uh, one thing I do absolutely love about it is the, uh, um, oh, the, when they hand the babies off. Yeah. I want to know, why do they name them Luke and Leia? Like those, that's never set up, but she's like dying. Also, I've always and she wondered. she says, Luke, Leia. Like, it's not like she named him after things we've seen there all the whole time. I'm just wondering why they, Luke kept the name Skywalker. Yeah. When they're supposed to hide him from Darth Vader the entire and time. And that's the thing that makes sense. They're supposed to hide him from Darth Vader so that Darth Vader doesn't know they exist. Which, first off, maybe he, I'm assuming Darth Vader does not know that they were ever born. Yeah. It's not like they were. No, it's not Padme's like he, dead. It's not like yeah. he knew that he had kids out there somewhere. Totally. But it's also, it's like. He has a history with Brew and Owen. Like, it's weird to be like I, hiding them with uh, uh, from fucking uh, what Alderaan yeah. makes sense. Like Obi Wan should have just raised the kid. Yeah, just and ran then, off somewhere. But also, I think there. And maybe I'm totally bullshitting on this, but I, or maybe it's a Legends thing. But I think there's something about how Obi Wan was there to help protect him. He is the whole time. But not. But not just. Also, I think there was some force shit happening that was oh. keeping him safe there. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. Um, so that could very well be it. You're probably meditating and yeah. he was there forever. Um, well, okay. I think we got we to gotta get out of here because this has been going... Oh, this one's long. Uh, we had a lot more thoughts about this than we thought. Yeah. How well, many times do you think you saw them all in the theater? All of them at least three times. Yeah, same thing. I saw... I saw uh, Revenge in London and then I saw it again. The I think I saw it the night I got home from London. We flew in and then that night I saw it in Omaha. Um... We reached out to you, motherfuckers, uh, UNFers, mm-hmm. and what we did it because you know this whole episode. This whole episode has been a lot of shit talk. It's been a lot of where that's what there is to talk about with yeah. the prequels. I I'm gonna watch them again. I enjoyed watching them. Uh, they're you know they are flawed. Yeah, but they're at least one uniform vision. Yeah, you know, like there's plenty of stuff we like. Like I love the world. Yeah, so that helps. So I asked. Uh, we're talking Star Wars. Tell us what you like about the prequels. Mm-hmm. No hate, just yes. positivity. Now, we haven't ran through these, so I'm guessing we're going to get a lot of fucking bits and shit. But uh, first up, our uh, one, uh, one half of our uh, Michigan correspondent, uh, Brian Arginello, uh, he came in and said, I like how they're updated yet still kind of felt old school to me yeah. in a way. I like, like the that. ship designs and the yeah. uh, clothing designs and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Andrew Ingram, he said, uh, Darth Maul is pretty great. Yeah. Lightsaber fight in episode one is the best of the series. I guarantee we're going to get that yeah, coming a lot of up that. again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Gorman said uh, they're great. Uh, I like how they portrayed Anakin's fall to the dark side. If you saw the prequel trilogy with no prior knowledge of Star Wars, it's a great twist. I thought General Grievous was great. Uh, and some of the planets like Coruscant and Naboo looked great. I like I I like that. I like when they show the planets. I hate a lot. One thing I hate about the prequels is a lot of the when there's just a window. And it's like, yes, we get it. There's so much happening out there, but who and fucking cares? Every fucking room in the planet of Coruscant yeah. has giant windows it's a big in ass the window. background. So you can see that. <sighs> Plus, too much of the movies take place in rooms. Yeah. So that's just how they did it. I guess. Whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Sims said, uh, I like the part where Darth Maul has a speeder bike and two little drones to scout ahead. That feels very cool, and at the moment, he felt like a cool, new, mysterious threat. He did. I was disappointed yeah. when he died. Yeah, yeah. John went on to say, I like how Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon move very fast and stealthily in the robes in several scenes. Uh, this made Jedi cool and what they are today. It was a massive upgrade from the very undynamic lightsaber duel between Vader and Obi-Wan. 
he also likes the aspects of the part on Coruscant where Django and Zam try to assassinate Amidala. Oh, he's got all the names. He's got Zam. Yeah. Uh, Zam loved, by the way. Actually, they didn't try to assassinate her that hard if all they used were fucking tube snakes. Well, they first they blew up her fucking... They killed... Uh, yeah, but then they're using those snakes. Yeah, that was weird. And it's like, what, Jenga Fett's good enough to shoot Zam from all that far away? Also, and then he can't kill fucking... In that scene at the beginning of the clones, they're talking, and, and he's like, I've been thinking about her all this time. They're outside the room, right? Talking this whole time. And then later when the snakes are crawling or the little worms are crawling around inside the room, you can muffly hear them talking out there. Yeah. So while she's tr- sleeping, he's just like, I think I'm going to run the fucking time. I wanted to jack off to her most of the night. Uh-huh. I use the force. So I don't well, have to touch it. He also said uh, the Jedi Starfighters with the detachable warp drive ring are a cool idea. Yeah. Any, 100%. Anything's Grievous is cool and that Christopher Lee and Sam Jackson are badasses. Uh, thank you, John. Fantastic artist. Mark Van Onen said uh, when Qui-Gon Jinn shoved his lightsaber into the door and started melting it, it was so wizard. That is very Hard sick. agree. He also I, said... Uh, anytime Palpatine talks to Anakin is so well written and almost feels like a different movie. Yeah. The uh, opera scene. I, Palpatine yeah. is one of the best. He's having a he, lot you're of right. fun. Palpatine is having a good time. I think that it feels very ham fisted, but you're right. That isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh McLean said, Ew, uh, Ewan fucking McGregor. I agree with that. I think I called him Jude Law earlier in the show. I think you I may said, have. I mix, you can make that I mix their names. I up. will allow it. I know which is which. Nobody's going to get mad. Ooh, one thing. What a great commercial. At the end of this. Oh, sorry, what? At the end of this, remind me to say my one thing. Okay. Thanks. Uh, uh, Alex Murray said the pod racing rules. Got to disagree hard on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Purcell says lightsaber combat scenes and the Duel of the Fates music was one of the best elements of any theatrical score. The music's great. It's man. great. And did you see when the Rise of the Skywalker trailer recently with mm-hmm. Duel of the Fates, it, it was trending on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Alex Fasella said... The montage where they do this Vader surgery is legit really well done until the no, yeah. then it's gone. I, always, I I love right before that yeah. when Vader goes Frankenstein mm-hmm. to get out of his yeah, thing. Yeah, I do like Just that. Just that first step yeah. as Frankenstein. I, do think I don't that, know. I, think I also think that cool. feels very Star Wars. All of that yeah. feels very Star Wars. And the no... I swear that the no has been edited now. Yeah. That when I saw it in the However, theater, it was so much longer. When they cut to uh, Palpatine, mm-hmm. when he's going no. Yeah. And Palpatine's like, yeah. Yeah, baby. I picked the right apprentice. Yeah. It was a good thing I had him kill ty- Tyrannus. Yeah. Uh, Steve Whalen says, Sir Chris Release, fantastic. Of course, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin Meadows also threw in a Yuma Gregor as Obi-Wan is still some of the best casting ever done. Chunky dialogue aside, he really sells the emotional weight of he and Anakin's confrontation on Mustafar. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie Shonafelt said, my favorite part of the prequels was when we were playing strip poker in college, and we all learned that one of my best friends wears Darth Maul. (laughs) Hey, man, they had merch everywhere. That's right, baby. Uh, Michael Stewart said, Amidala's wardrobe. Yeah, that was iconic. People love it. Also, there's a... Natalie Portman has a lot of quotes about working on this movie that she's made in the last like year or two, kind of about how fucking creepy it was and how she was being written all these uniform outfits as like a 17 year old that she's like, I shouldn't have been wearing that stuff. Like, you know what's man, uh, if you want to make star Wars a real world, you know what industry you should get into Hmm. hairstyling. Yeah. Fucking uh, Amy Sedaris in the most recent episode of Mandalorian yeah. has that fucking big wool wool pad. Love it. It's mm-hmm. so good. 
Uh, Brandon Cordes says, I, I honestly really like that the story has a economic trade origins. It's a real-world catalyst for a world warlord uprisings. Even if the execution wasn't the best, it's a really grounded plot point that gave it a relatability and timelessness. I agree with that, except for when George Lucas always jokes and says that these movies are kids' movies. Yeah. Because that's way kids over Kids' movies about head. Vietnam, gotcha. Yeah. Jared Dryden said the lightsaber duels and overall battle choreography are pretty objectively badass, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just as long as uh, Jar Jar isn't accidentally killing... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny Benson uh, says that he thinks Jar Jar is keen. I don't know about that. Uh, Tom Hathaway says the Duel of the Fates is some of John Williams' best. Also, yeah. People are always talking about Duel of the Fates, but like, uh, I don't know the name of the song from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. The, that one and then the love. Yeah. One, like, yeah. My, at work, a guy I work with plays the, uh, the uh, soundtracks from these a lot. And so, like, a lot of times it'll be me, like, opening boxes, you know, and putting shit on the shelf, but it's to the theme of, like, fucking Padme's theme, and it's just, like, so romantic and lovely. Found our first fucking bit. bit. Mm -hmm. Brandon Johnson said- Oh, Rogue One. Come on, guy. But I also, in all fairness, I didn't- It is a prequel. It is, and I didn't write prequel trilogy. That's my my mistake. Trent Norris said Darth Maul and Yoda lightsaber fight scenes. I disagree, bud. But I, uh, I you know, I, re- I. However, in the theater, the Yoda oh, fight it. scene was one of my best theater experience. That, All these movies are some of my best theater the one experiences thing it did, ever. Star Wars is just great in the theater. Did I have? I didn't mention it's great theater. When I saw Revenge of the Sith, a guy in the theater, an English guy in London, stood up and goes, uh, "Never underestimate the power of your mother." And people were doing lightsaber battles in the uh-huh. aisles. Loved it. Uh, Ed Souter, a uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real and ever, said, I, I loved seeing other planets and creatures, especially Coruscant. Uh, also, did anyone else tear up during the Order 66 scene? Yes. When Yoda grabs his heart, I lost it. And yeah. he drops his little cane. It's so good. Yeah. That is a very great scene. They always cut to Yoda anytime something big happens with Anakin, yeah. yet he's still surprised Yeah, at the end. Uh, Joel Martin, uh, I like watching Vader take his first breath in the suit. Totally. That's good. Yeah. Hashtag Vader boner. Hell yeah. Adam Suzanne, Duel of the Fates. Everybody yeah. loves it. Mm-hmm. Harrison Tweet. See, people like Spry Yoda. Yeah, Spry uh, Yoda. Also, him versus uh, Palpatine is a great fight, mm-hmm. especially in the, uh, the the room with all the things. And yeah. he keeps throwing all of the freaking yeah. little seats down at him. Yeah, and he that's has really to keep interesting. Climbing it. Um, and the way they set that. There is also a very interesting thing of Yoda being this all powerful thing, and he literally ends it by crawling through some fucking air ducts to escape. It's 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 emotional. Uh, Matt Reiser says, uh, I don't think the prequels are good movies. However, Palpatine in episode three is such a cackling fucking weirdo that I can't help he but is. love him. When he's getting beat down by uh, uh, Mace Windu yeah. and his flip-flopping of being like, I'm so helpless. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, give me a day. Yeah. He yeah. said that he's like, Ian McDermott is sure making some choices. And there. I like his lightsaber form. The, oh yeah, and the way he's got it like out front, and he's just very mm-hmm. uh, tacky. Uh, John Shuda shared uh, he loves that scene where they tell the story of Darth Plagueis. Have I ever told you the the story of Darth Plagueis? That's a, that's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Jared McCorkle says that moment Qui Gon plunges the lightsaber into the blast door, and anytime Mace Windu does basically anything, party's yeah. over. Hell yeah, dude. Well, oh. shit, man. Uh, whoa, we got one last one at the end. Uh, right of the wire. Just now, Facebook says. Uh, Darth Maul and Palpatine in episode three. Very good. Love it. Kev, that's from What's Kevin Frolix. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Kevin. Uh, 
That so that's that's where we're at. I wanted to say one last thing. Uh, if you love if an interesting thing to watch, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Reem, we've never really talked about it. There's a, a a travel log series, a travel series called A Long Way Round. Are you familiar with this? Mm-mm. There's two series. There's Long Way Round, the first one, and then there's the second one is Africa. After the movies are over, George Lucas gave Owen or Ewan McGregor a like a thousand dollar, a couple thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar. Uh, motorcycle, maybe like a Harley Davidson or something, cruiser travel bike. So Darth Vader or uh, George Lucas gave it to Ewan McGregor. So then Ewan McGregor bought one for his best friend, this filmmaker named, I don't know his name. But anyways, there's a travel series that's just Ewan McGregor and his best friend riding motorcycles the long way around the world. It is so fucking good. That's interesting. It's it's they go from like England and it's all them planning it and then doing it. They go to England, they go to the Bering Strait, they take a plane from Russia to Alaska, then they drive all across America, and you learn so much about Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor is like a big fucking uh, loves motorcycles, loves American culture. He gets a huge fucking American nice. flag tattoo. It's crazy, my guy. Um, and then there's a second one that's them driving from the tip of Scotland all the way down to the tip of Africa. Tip to that's tip. That's also that's beautiful. So two guys on the road, tip yeah. to tip. That's but the way long to do way it. around, and they wrote a book all about it. That's really good too. And it's all like all charity based and shit like that. And they raise money for stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so definitely go check that out. I okay. So that's that's this one. Hell yes, we did it. Um, uh-huh. The next it's a long. Gotta, the next one can't be that long though because it's not as much stuff to. Yeah, talk it's about. only five movies in a TV series. Yeah, um, ah, that's way more than we've ever done. Uh, but uh, yeah, so go watch these listeners. If you are a listener of this show. And you're following along, and you like Star Wars. Do yourself a service, and on Disney Plus, watch uh, uh, Clone Wars. You don't have to watch every episode. You can go because th- they're all like four part series, yeah. usually three part series. Bounce around, watch those. Honestly, before next week's episode, you should go watch Rebels. It is brilliant. I think those characters are some of the best characters. We're definitely going to talk about it next week. It's so good. You Reem, I want you to finish it. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna talking about the last when we talk about the last couple episodes of that series. It does so. It's so much of the best that Star Wars has. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm very excited for that. Um. So we'll get ready for that, and then uh, once next week's fun size is over, boom, we're gonna go see the fucking can't wait the rise of the Skywalker. So it's gonna be awesome. Uh, tell the listeners where they can find you, dude. Uh, it's Reemcore. R E A M K O R E. That's right. Hell yeah. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. That's right. Uh, Great show tomorrow night at Pine Box. Me and Gideon Hambright are going to be bringing the chuckles, so come check that out. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, Listeners, you can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P A T R I C K H A S T I E. Uh, PatrickHasty.com for all the coming shows. Now, Gideon and I got a bunch of shows booked in fucking somewhere, New England. Uh, come March, so that's early. Go look at that. Uh, next Friday, one week from tomorrow, is the Muppet Christmas Carol oh, yeah. at the Creek in the Cave. We're going to try to raise $1,000 for the Coalition of the Homeless, so please get it on that. Uh, get your ticket to that. Uh, you watch the Muppets? Love the Muppets. On on Have you you've watched the series? No, I haven't watched the, the most recent one. Yeah, the one no, it's I on Disney Plus. It watched is. the first episode. I liked Good. it. I did watch it's the like first like 30 Rock with Muppets. Yeah, I watched the first episode when it aired live and I liked it. I yeah. just haven't followed up on it. It got I, once I found out it got canceled, I was like, I don't want to get invested in something that's getting canceled. Um but uh yeah, tell your friends, uh get on our Patreon, please, buddy. I mean it's it's the holiday time. Buy a t shirt, throw it in a stocking, uh-huh. uh give us seven dollars. And here's the thing now, I know that this is dumb and I 
we the only reason we ask is because it does cost money. Literally, if you guys listen to Monday's episode, uh, uh, Mo's microphone is going out. We thought he was turning the switch on and off. He wasn't. The microphone's breaking. So we have there's expenses the podcast takes, and we want to be a big show for you in 2020. So go on there, give us a dollar, give us two dollars, give us whatever you want. Here's one thing you can do if you want. Get, let's say that you're like, we love this show, but we want to help it out. Buy an ad, or maybe give us twenty dollars for a month, and then just fucking cancel it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's no, there's no rules around it. You know, I, I pay for things I love. Uh, Ream pays for things he loves. You guys pay for things you love. Also. Please don't feel obligated. I know these these pleas at the end are stupid, but literally. Well, that's I mean, why we put them at the end. Yeah, you, so can, you can already. If you don't care, you're probably already yeah, you're out. something else. Uh, so we'll uh, so do that if you want. It's a good time of year. Uh, tell your friends. Oh, be cool. Be cool. Uh-huh. Never die. Never die. And as always, remember: if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.